Welcome to Ask Cadence, everyone, the project management podcast. My name is Pete Wright, and I'm here with John Patton. John, hello. Good afternoon, Pete. Nice to be here again. Indeed it is, and it's old home week here at Cadence. We have uh, uh, the illustrious Connie Plowman. Connie, welcome back. Thanks, Pete. I love what you guys did, have done with the podcasting studio here at Cadence. We've added a whiteboard. We have. That's that's <laughs> about the extent of it. Thank you so much for joining us uh, to, to talk about your experiences today. Nice to be back. Fantastic. So we, we, have this, uh, we have this concept. We have this idea of what we would like you to share with us. Uh, and it all starts here, not to be too, you know, 2001, a space odyssey, but life after cadence with Connie. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about your role now and where you ended up, where you landed. Uh, and then we could talk a little bit about how your skills uh, uh, that you developed here and, and helped develop here at cadence uh, have helped you along the way. Thanks, Pete, for the question. Well, first of all, it's a joy to be back in the Cadence studio again. Um, after I left Cadence, I think the last time I was here, when we podcasted in December of 2010, I was retiring. And retirement lasted six weeks. I was pretty proud of that because I gave myself eight weeks. But uh, after six weeks uh, of retirement, I was asked to take on a new leadership role for our local community college to come in and work part-time for their leadership and their professional development center, for lack of a better term. And that's what I've been doing on a part-time basis. So I became a, a new leader and growing my knowledge beyond project management in a whole different areas. And it's a very exciting leadership challenge. But I really tap into the skills that I developed here at Cadence to make me successful in that new role. It's, it's, a, it's a fascinating transformation, I have to imagine, working day-to-day -day on isolated projects and working on, on sort of a... a a project scale to working at an organizational scale. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about uh, you know how you uh, how you frame your your work as a leader? Well, it's really interesting to go from the private sector into the public sector. That in itself is a huge leap for me to understand how the public sector works in the community college. But uh, here at Cadence, in terms of focus was project management, program management, portfolio management, and of course at the community college it's about every kind of aspect of business. And so my role is connecting education and businesses together and I value my time here at Cadence in terms of working with the Education Foundation, the PMI, because that's just really been part of that role. But uh, in terms of what do I bring to the table every day, it's my leadership skills, it's my business skills, and it's my project management skills that makes it work. This, now, John, you had mentioned before we started, you, you had mentioned this set of, of three sort of domain skill areas that I thought was really interesting, particularly yeah. in the work that you do. Yeah, it, consistent with, um, with uh, you know, our exposure to PMI, we look at, at three different sets of, of skills. One is your uh, business management skills, uh, sometimes called applications management. Um, that you, you have to be able to work in... Uh, the domain that you find yourself, you know, whether you're in manufacturing, whether you're in product development, and uh, as, a, as a manager, you need to be able to manage others directly. Now, project management, you're not necessarily managing others directly, but now you have the domains of project management, program management, and portfolio management, and you've got to develop skills in all of those. Those skills will help you tremendously when you move into management and executive ranks because you'll be talking the language of the people who are working for you. Then we have this other area, this third area, which is technical skills. Now often people think about that as engineering or IT, but there's a technology aspect to anybody's job. 
And so there I'm talking about, well, what kind of technology do you have to be proficient in to handle your current job and future jobs that come along? Because there are tools being developed every day. Uh, there are new machines to, be, to, to work with. I think that industry is transitioning away from uh, trying to get everything on a single tool. I see more people uh, every day uh, using multiple tools to get the job done, multiple computing devices. So we're, we're going away from the Swiss Army knife to the rake, the show, the hoe, the shovel, the, uh, you know, you name it, uh, in terms of tools to get different tools to get different jobs done better and selecting tools which, um, which focus very effectively. Before we started this program, uh, Connie said that in her current culture, uh, Skype just isn't used. Uh, whereas in Cadence, Skype is it's a part of the DNA. Oh, it's a, it's a key tool, and right. we use that to communicate around the world. Uh, so there, there, you know, there's, there's this whole question of tool set as well. Well, how the culture defines the tools that you end up using to get your job done. So I, if we could focus this to you, our listeners, we would pose the question to you, what are you doing today to prepare yourself for the future? And in, the, in these times of great constraints, are you, are you always keeping a couple of cards up your sleeve? Now, to use another analogy, that is, do you have multiple alternative paths that are available uh, to you when the opportunity comes along? Will you be prepared? Can you do more than one thing? Can you go in more than one direction? An individual who, is, who can handle versatility, who is versatile, is, is going to be uh, very valuable uh, to any company uh, that they're working at. And let's also remember that a person's total history is being applied uh, or is available to be applied in the current job which you occupy. It, it, I really like the way you frame that question. I, I would say to turn it back to Connie, how, when, when we're talking about this issue of how your, your skills, whether your application skills, your leadership, your technology skills, how they scale as your career path develops, as you develop in your career path, I should say, um, how do you find project management aids those three skill areas? And, and how have you seen it uh, work in your new role? Well, as I look at the project management skills, when you think about them, it's about getting things done. And in cadence, it's a discipline on how you do that. In many organizations, it's not a discipline. It's not even in their vocabulary. So you have to start building that vocabulary inside the culture of the new organization you're going to. And that takes time. But you take baby steps. You start with one business unit or you showcase one, one business unit in terms of doing a project. But you don't have the discipline established in many organizations or in my current organization as part of the DNA of the organization. So I bring that to the table as well. As far as the business management skills, it's all in my role here at Cadence was operations. So I bring the operational aspect to that role as well, which ironically is here at Cadence, we're ISO certified. And I so value our processes on paper because it's made a huge difference in terms of the way I think. It's like, where is that written down? And most often it's not. And then in the technical skills, as you go into the organization, 
in my particular field, you grow more of your leadership skills. But as John was saying, you have to adapt to the internal tools of your organization. And uh, interesting tools that they use in my new organization um, that are unique to the education industry. So you don't find those tools in the typical private sector. So you have to be very adaptable and saying, this is the tool. And then you have to make the tool fit for your need. And as with any tool, like even in project management, when you try to make the tool do something it was not designed to do, then you run into problem. So you have to really understand what was this tool designed to do. And if they talk to one another, that's great, but most often they don't. So adaptability is a, a huge skill you have to have in a new career as well. But I would encourage everybody to put together a professional development plan. If you don't have one, create one. If your company doesn't require you to do one, do one. Because without a roadmap, as in project management, you don't know what your future might look like. So get yourself a professional development plan and create it. Now, now folks, Connie and I are, are talking here about the executive role, because that's what we now both um, occupy. But uh, if you're an individual contributor and you change companies, and you go from one company that has good project management skill into another company that has less project management skill, um, you really have some opportunities here. One, one of the important things is, is not to continually harp and talk about how we did it back at XXX, my former company, which is a whole lot better than this company. That will turn people off. Uh, but you do have the opportunity to uh, take an environment which is very complicated and with the simpler organized techniques of project management, get some great things done. Then people are going to say, how did you do that? Well, this is just the, the way I've been doing it for a number of years. Can I do it that way? You know, or, or a variation of that sort of question where you're showing people how to do things uh, much better and taking some of this, um, the complications out of a disorganized environment. We had a conversation. I find this interesting. We had a conversation, another podcast episode. We talked about um, uh, it, it was the um, acquisition, career planning through acquisition. And we had this conversation about how you inspire, how, how you demonstrate success as a project manager coming into this new organization. I find it fascinating that the way Connie described her role going into an organization that does not have that DNA is exactly the same. Yet she's coming from the top down. And we have always spoken about from the bottom from up. The bottom up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I find that interesting. Uh, well, that I, really, finding buy-in and support is, you know, it's the same path, whether you're, whether you're trying from the top down or the bottom up. Well, I'm really intrigued with Connie's comments on a showcase project or a showcase business unit. How do you select those, Connie? When you decide that you want a, a showcase project in a particular area, uh, what are the criteria that you use in selecting the area and the project? Well, that's a very interesting question because the president of the college has strategic goals, and there are 10 of them. And so I select projects tied to the strategic goals of the organization, which is crucial to the success. But I also se select projects that are not too big. You got to start small here. We mm -hmm. want to showcase something that's going to be successful. So we don't want to take on this huge project when we're just getting started in terms of using these disciplines. So something that's visible, has impact, but not a high risk. Mm -hmm. So that's a, you know I use some of those priorities. So valuable, visible, not too much risk. And it'll get done soon, so you'll see the results soon. I think those, then, that's what you've said. Tied back to the strategic goals of the organization. Yeah. 
that it seems like that's a piece that you you really are are uh, bulleting uh, that that may be the piece that many organizational leaders don't have that same sort of awareness that there is someone even in an educational institution that has strategic goals and those strategic goals are tied to a you know their position and are determined by a board some sort of leadership but rarely are communicated uh, well into the organization. So if I was new coming into an organization, that would be one of the first five things that I got on paper are the strategic goals of the company. And I would do that uh, in terms of so I can align my success with the company's success. And whatever skills you bring to the table, it all has to tie back to the organizational goals. Excellent. Excellent. It is excellent. I think the um, I, I think it's a great conversation. I think it, just to to sort of repurpose your point, John, it's this idea that your your skills in project management, the skills that you are developing in project management, are they scale incredibly well, uh, and they translate across from the project management role to the functional role incredibly well, and they will serve you incredibly well. You can't really go wrong. In there's, career planning, there's just so with many organizations management. that need change masters. Truly, and, and that's what project management is: mastering change. Connie, thank you so much for your time today. My pleasure, Pete. And congratulations on all your good work. We're thank just you. thrilled to see your success uh, in this new role. Thanks. They pleasure. couldn't ask for a better leader. Thank you. Congratulations, Connie. Well, Cadence was a big part of my success, and I had 22 years here that I. Loved every minute of it, oh, yeah. and uh, I just really value the experiences that I learned here at Cadence to help me in the future. Excellent. Well, thank you, Connie Plowman, John Patton. Uh, once again, you are, if you are listening to this, uh, uh, this fine episode of Ask Cadence on the website, make sure you head over to iTunes and subscribe to the website for free. You can find a button uh, right there on the website. It's a little purple button that says iTunes. Click on it. You'll be able to subscribe for free and make sure you don't miss a single episode of Ask Cadence, the project management podcast. And on behalf of Connie and John, again, my name is Pete Wright, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Ask Cadence.